Mike Wilkerson. I met Mike uh, doing one of my late night spontaneous live streams, and uh, he started talking all about um, all about doing voiceovers. I had no idea about his background, and I was fascinated by it. Kept asking him questions, and I said, "This is somebody we have to get on." live stream deals. Mike is with Voice Farm. Uh, you can go to learn voiceover uh, and, uh, you know, really build your skills as a voiceover artist. He also uh, has it as a home for finding voice talent. So uh, a lot he does uh, with that. He's a very experienced podcaster, voiceover artist, uh, digital marketer. Uh, Mike can do a lot of different things, but we're going to talk to him specifically about voiceovers and voice farm. So tell tell everybody a little bit how you got started uh, with voiceovers. Sure. Uh, first, I wanted to congratulate you again one year anniversary. I, I don't think people understand how big a deal that is, especially in something online. Yeah, uh, thank one you. One year anniversary really is an achievement. And again, my congratulations, Ross. That's fantastic. Thanks so much, Mike. So voiceover. Um, I, I think everybody that's been in podcasting has found themselves <laughs> talking into a microphone and or doing what amounts to a live advertisement for something or somebody. And when you think of that, you go, you know, this is really not that hard. And in reality, it, it's work just like anything else, especially when you're reading a written script. But you know, the value is that if you can speak, more importantly, if you can read like you're just speaking, there's a lot of money to be made inside the voiceover arena. And I can remember vividly now, nine years ago, uh, talking to, all of the people inside of local voiceover and wanting to get involved because we've been, we've been podcasting now for 13 years as of next week, actually. And so finding a, a platform inside of voiceover was one of my wants. It was something that we're do, we were doing inside of our podcast series for a long time. And what I found as I got my feet wet inside of voiceover was that there were a whole bunch of rules that you've got to follow. And everyone knows what, we all think about rules in the tech community. <laughs> and it, it finally got down to where I had to have $180 a month piece of technology to be in the voiceover club. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, if you can't promise me any work, I'm not entirely sure how you can ask me to spend $180 a month for nothing. Mm. And they said, well, that's the way we do business. And I said, well, that's not the way that I do business. I'm going to try and find a different way. And so what I did along with some really great fostering from my father who the, the idea of the voice farm mm -hmm. was actually his idea way back in the day uh, when he was probably my age now and just technology back then was not what it is now to foster along what can happen especially with memberships and then just interactivity right. being able to talk to somebody instantaneously on the internet across you and I are talking about 16 1700 miles apart but no one would ever know. We could be sitting in a room eight feet across from each other. No one would ever know. Right. And so the, the conglomerate of getting into voiceover was just that I, I tire of pe people telling me what I have to do and how I have to do it. When in reality, it's a matter of making your path. Um, that old sage line from Terminator 2, no fate but what we make. I'm a big believer in that, especially instead of the technology realm, because there's so many different avenues to do it. Right, right. And again, as I dug into voiceover, what I found was that there was a whole lot of, you need to be doing this. And, you know, there are other people that have been here longer than you. And, you know, you really should respect everything about this business. And I do. What I don't respect is that 
the guy that has the golden pipes of God that speaks inside of advertisements, that's great. But there's a lot of people looking for voices that are not the voice of God. <laughs> and so besides Morgan Friedman's pretty much Morgan Friedman's pretty much got that down anyway. Right. <laughs> you know, there's that old sage thing of in a world where we can do blah. That's awesome. But not everybody wants an advertisement with either that guy or that voice. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of work to go around, and that's why I created the Voice Farm. Uh, there's always people that want to get in front of a microphone. There are people that don't yet have the skills to get in front of a microphone but want to be there. And what I do with the Voice Farm is I show people that have any interest in voiceover at all the path to get into mm -hmm. voiceover. That's that's the snapshot. We'll talk more about it as we go. So some of it, some of that path is obviously having the right tools, having, you know, uh, developing your skill set and all that. But a lot of it's also just knowing how, as you alluded to there, to navigate an industry that has its own language and its own way of working and paying and sourcing talent and the whole thing. What are, what are some of the, just a few of the things that, uh, somebody trying to get into it on their own without the benefit of a voice farm or, or some type of coach or mentor or whatever wouldn't uh, probably wouldn't have any idea that they were going to run into. Sure. Well, a lot of people are under the impression that it's impossible to get into voiceover without say a talent agent mm -hmm. or knowing someone that's inside of the voiceover industry. And I, I beg to differ. There are many voiceover actors and voice, voice talents and voice actors that they don't have any, talent agent at all what they have is an excellent pre presence uh, a spirit of business mind and a surrounding of people's inside their networking and if mm. you put all those things together you don't need a talent agent you you can look for larger jobs with a talent agent and, and usually land them especially if you have a, a good solid skill set but the fact is that if you have interest and you have zeal and you have that something I can't quite articulate that needs to be there, then you too can be a voiceover artist. And that's what I do with the voiceover Academy is I, I help people stoke that uh, within a matter of 45 minutes reading a test script. I run them through a series of scripts that I found as a professional mm -hmm. voiceover artist over the now almost nine years. And we find what we can use there to find their money voice. Right. Which voice are they going to use to, you know, are they going to have the sports voice? Are they going to have the soft and sultry? Are they going to be the voice of God? <laughs> are they going to be able to be that next trailer voice? And, you know, that, that's, that's the funny thing about voiceover is that the answer is yes to all of those things. Yeah. There are advertisements right now that are being spun up inside of some writer's head someplace. Mm -hmm. And your voice matches it. It's a matter of having this skill set. But more importantly, some education to jump into that. And that's what we do at the Voice Farm. Yeah. And and you like you said you've been podcasting for thirteen years. And while that might be a natural uh segue into uh uh voiceover, it doesn't always doesn't always work that way because there's some major differences and one of the great things about podcasting is there are no rules and you can do what you want. You can be as entrepreneurial as you want. You can, you know, you can go off script or never have a script or, or whatever. Talk a little bit about, uh, your podcasting background, your network and, uh, how that all came together for you. Sure. The two guys talking podcast network started just in the late ebbs of 2005. And it was 
really by accident, we had a we had an audio segment of a, a fan forum that I was the admin of, and it was just a friend of mine and I. We captured a recorded conversation and put it on the inner tubes, and had people link up to it and listen to it. And then that next spring is when we found iTunes, and that's when you could have your own show. Right. And you could make your own format, and you could use iTunes to publish that to an audience that you you conjured and created. And that's when it really started to get fun. Well, it got so much fun that we took that huge audience we had already acquired. And with the help of some really great people, wink, wink, Joseph Hodges, the production designer of Fox, uh, hit Fox show 24. Uh, we had a giant audience and we used that audience to propel a network that we then invited shows to come on and be part of the network and develop as a program with our expertise and thoughts and that was 66 different podcasts ago inside of my network. Wow. So congratulations on uh, on that. that. That's amazing. Thanks. Um, as, as you've seen podcasting change uh, over the years, where you keep hearing podcasting's about to explode or podcasting's exploding, and mm -hmm. then the next thing we hear is why don't more people listen to podcasts and why don't most more people know about podcasts is there do you have any thoughts on on really where this is going and where the breakthrough is going to come or is it coming or has it come where, where do I you see we are I, on the spectrum of this I, whole thing I, I think what i have found as an entrepreneur inside of the podcast sphere is that there are so many different ways to propel yourself and your objectives inside of mm -hmm. podcasting that you just simply couldn't have somewhere else right uh, the value of podcasting is that podcasting is captured perspective as much as we want to detail it all down to a small paragraph that includes it's a stored audio file on a server <laughs> that is then called inside of an RSS feed, blah, 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 blah. Yes. Yes. That's, a that's absolutely accurate. But the, the nugget everyone has to remember about podcasting is that it is a captured perspective. So the perspective that I have uh, meeting with first responders in particular law enforcement individuals inside of what Mm-hmm our chemistry set that's put together when we're in front of microphones inside of my studio is something you're never going to get somewhere else. Right. And so as long as people inside of what's going on inside of podcasting, understand that concept, everything else is just finding the right tech, right, finding right. someone to help guide you inside of how to use all of the tech so that we don't have snafus like we had tonight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then very little else, but you have to understand that capture perspective nugget and that the captured perspective will live a lot longer than you ever will. Right, right. And it's really um, about how you're able to distribute, not, not the, mechanism of distributing the rss feed the host all that all that's you know can be or or doesn't have to be a, a part of podcasting right because essentially what we're doing now is a podcast it just yeah. is being done as a live stream but i also have a uh you know a, a recorder going right now and this will eventually be a podcast episode yeah, yeah. As when, you, well. when you rip the audio out of this show you are going to have what is going to be a great in particular that piece about the voicefarmers.com guy he's, he's really got some polish yeah. <laughs> anyway you're going to be able to rip out the audio and put that into uh, one of your many streams of people listening to you via audio podcast and boom you're good to go no problem 
Welcome, Brad Friedman. Thanks for the happy anniversary uh, wishes. This is the one-year anniversary of live stream deals. We are talking with Mike Wilkerson. He is from Voice Farm, and voicefarmers.com is the website, Two Guys Talking Podcast Network. Uh, you can find out more information about what Mike does by going to livestreamdeals.com. Um, when you are working with people, how long does it take you to listen to somebody's voice now and go, eh, this is what they should be doing? Like, is it a few, is it a few words? Is it an hour? Is it, what, what does it take to, to discover that? There's a couple of things there that come up when you start mentioning that question. The first is to find someone's money voice. It really does depend on the person that is reading the scripts that I provide. Mm-hmm. I remember too, that that doesn't have to be on site at all. That can all be done remotely where I just tell you to read these scripts as you see fit and then send me back the recording. Or I can get on the phone and listen to you and give you some coaching in between or anything between those two points. Um, finding someone's money voice is always a question mark. Within a couple of hours total time of reading, which is a lot of reading, by the way, mm-hmm. you know, the, everybody thinks, you know, 47 minutes time too. It's not a whole lot of time. Right. That's a ton of time when you're listening to someone run through a series of scripts, in particular with some coaching, um, being able to take on coaching and then modify what you're saying and or doing in front of a microphone. That's 99% of what you're going to be doing as a voiceover artist in that you need to be conveying what the client needs and or wants as opposed to doing the cool voice that you think is going to be perfect for this job. Right, okay, right. well, if it's not what they want, then guess what? You're not going to get the job. So the key to finding somebody's money voice, or one of the keys, is to have them working with a script. Not only working it's with a script. It's not just but- that they can send you, they can't just send you an audio tape of, uh, you know, a podcast that was unscripted, and you go, oh, okay, he's perfect for this role, or she's perfect for that role. You might get a sense, but with this, you need the script, whereas with like a podcast or something like that, you can usually listen to about five to ten seconds and go, yeah, I want more of that or nah, that's that's not for me. It's true. There are people that are in the especially in the podcast sphere where their voice does not lend itself to sitting and listening to long time episodes of whatever they're conveying. Right. 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 And uh, I think we can all agree we know some of those people in the podcast sphere as well that you just you're able to take them for the 18 to 25 minutes they convey. But if you had to sit there and listen to them for an hour, not going to go there. Right. Um, it, it's very much the same inside of voiceover where there is there is money to be made for just about every voice that's out there. But being able to look at a script or understand a concept and then modify your voice to make what people are looking for based on either what the client tells me that they want right. or what you're supposed to be doing if you're uh, essentially running without any coaching, that's rough. And, and that's why you need something like voicefarmers.com to make sure that you're going in the right direction as opposed to sitting in front of a microphone and working hard on the douche voice. <laughs> hey, now, our, our favorite DJ is coming right. to there's, you. There's there's all kinds of money in the DJ realm for douche voice, but inside a professional voiceover, <laughs> unless you're doing a parody of somebody's super douche, then probably not. Well, I always think it's funny when people who actually talk like that, basically, when they're hosting their show, then go into doing that voice as if to suggest... <laughs> Oh, that's what a broadcaster tries to sound. I'm like, 
No, that's what you sounded like throughout your whole show. <laughs> Whenever I get, uh, I've worked with a number of people that are either in or have just recently had their throat slit by the radio industry, which is a whole bunch of people, by the way. Mm-hmm. And when I work with them, they all think that they need to be putting on that douche nozzle voice. And the fact is, I you can absolutely. I don't know that you've recorded a million different things with your douche voice, but you know what I'd rather have? I'd rather have the voice that you're comfortable with. Right. right. I'd rather have you sitting and doing something that you like as opposed to, Hey, time to grab the douche nozzle voice. (laughs) Not interested in that. Yeah. Not at all. Uh, How much of the work that, that people who work with you get tends to come from, you know, commercials or TV or anything like that. And then how much is more on, on the corporate side? Where, where are the openings tend to be? Right now, the, the, the huge, not huge, but the larger contracts that we secure typically are phone trees. Uh, there's also a lean towards women inside of the phone trees, but not all of them, but Pre- many of press them. Press one for customer service, press two. Oh. Press zero right. for an operator. Where I've also found a, a really great run for myself as a voiceover artist is a, a series of farmer's markets oh. where they have that series of announcements as people are traipsing through the, the farmer's market where they'll talk about a bushel of apples and you can get yours for just blah. Those, those are a lot of fun because, you know, you want to make it sound fun, but you don't want to slip into douche nozzle voice with <laughs> apples inside of a farmer's market. <laughs> How would that sound? <laughs> uh, be something like, you know, apples are incredibly rosy this time of year, and we've got them just for you. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to do that. Now, did you <laughs> come up with Voice Farm and Voice... VoiceFarmers.com. Did you come up with Voice Farmers and Voice Farm for because you were working in that, that area? No, I okay. uh, that, was, that was actually an advent of my dad. He always wanted to go, you know, um, my, my father is... Uh, a wonderful piece of my life. Unfortunately, he died in January. Oh, I'm sorry. But, uh, Voice Farmers absolutely is his legacy with he and I. And he would always be proud to say something to the effect of, you know, it's just like wrangling people in a rodeo. And every time he would say that, I would start, you know, okay, so voice rodeo. Eh. You know, what, what, what kind of title do you find that is either not taken on the internet already or will help people understand that it's a developmental area? And so eventually I found Farm. And that's where I started creating graphics for it, and it all just matched really well. That sounds good. So tell everybody how they can get in touch with you if they're uh, interested in you, either as a voiceover artist, but more likely uh, from our community, somebody who might be interested in, in bringing their talents to the voiceover world. Sure. For those that are looking to be a voiceover artist, I think the best piece of what I'm going to share with everybody today is that I don't charge you anything to read test scripts and me to give you the initial coaching. Uh, I will help you find what is your money voice at no charge through a series of scripts. It's all on my dime and your dime and us finding that chemistry set that I love to find with other people in front of microphones. Doesn't cost you anything. There's a series of packages that you can look at over at voicefarmers.com for more information there. Um, The bottom line is that I think everybody that has been sitting in front of a microphone at one time has thought about being a voiceover artist. And I know that I can bring that to you as a professional voiceover artist inside of voicefarmers.com experience. Uh, You also asked about companies looking for great voiceovers Mm -hmm. uh, or voiceover artists. Where you are going to start is voicefarmers.com and just click on any of the artists there. You're going to find samples from a wide array of people, uh, men, women, 
Uh, all of them have specialties that are listed too. So if you're looking for someone that can pull off a reel or is from England, or if you're looking for someone that can uh, provide an, an official, good-sounding, ongoing East Coast accent, you're going to find everybody there someplace inside of the VoiceFarmers.com experience. Awesome. Mike, thanks so much. It's great to catch up with you. VoiceFarmers.com is the website. You can also get there by going to LivestreamDeals.com. Check it out. Uh, Mike has a really great talent for voiceovers and also for coaching and training people and helping them find work. Thanks so much, Mike. Great to chat with you again. You're welcome, Ross. And again, congratulations on your one-year anniversary. That is a huge achievement inside of the internet sphere. Thank you so much. Mike Wilkerson from Voice Farm. 